Hi, and welcome to the Hollywood Dreammaker Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo. I'm a 35-year veteran actor. I'm the kid who came out to Hollywood with 200 bucks in my pocket and a one-way ticket when I was 18. Didn't know a soul out here, and I've been living my dream ever since. I've had an amazing career. I've been an Academy Award-winning film, blockbuster film, hit TV series. You name it, I've done it, and I got the IMDb credits to prove it. Six years ago, I opened up my own school, the Manhattan Actor Studio, where I found my true passion. That's teaching the craft of acting, but not only teaching the craft of being the guy. Success leaves clues. I know how to make dreams a reality. I did it for myself, and I do it on a daily basis for my students. And I can help you achieve yours. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get started. I am super excited to introduce my guest, an acclaimed author of Intuitive Being. She's been working with children and families for over 25 years. She's trained in multiple healing, wellness, and listening modalities. Her wisdom and experience focuses mainly on the connection between the brain, our body, and our choices. I want to welcome the incredibly wise, kind, gentle, and beautiful soul, Jill Willard. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Billy. Thank you for that intro. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you. It's been too long. Yes, same. I'm very excited to see you. It has. We now span the West Coast, don't we? <laughs> yes. So I wanted to have you on as, as a guest on my show because, you know, I feel like you helped me so much at a time in my life when I was really, uh, you know, life was kind of beating me down. You know, it was, it was 2013, I believe, and I was going through a rough patch. You know, I was dealing with loss, a lot of loss in my life. Uh, you know, I lost my 11-year-old niece to brain cancer, and I lost my stepfather to prostate cancer. And, you know, my my wife and I had a miscarriage, and, uh, you know, my dog ran out and got hit by a car, and I, I had torn my rotator cuff and my labrum, and I was in a sling for, you know, 10 months, and, and I was out of work, and... Then um, cancer comes, you know, and my wife got diagnosed with breast cancer and it really, truly pulled my roots out from underneath me. Like my roots, I felt like this beautiful life that I created, my beautiful wife, my beautiful son, like cancer was like literally pulling the rug out from underneath me. And I, I couldn't control my emotions and I, I feel I felt truly like I lost and it was through working with you and 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 you know my beautiful wife during this whole time she decided she wanted to do her her yoga teacher training and she started studying meditation and and she, you know she'd come home and she'd see me i was a mess you know and she said you know you really should try this meditation thing and i was like yeah i don't know about meditation i i didn't think it would you know work for me i couldn't shut off my brain and um, I showed up and I went to her the class and, you know, one of, you know, there was some amazing teachers over at the Green Yogi at the time, you know, Julie Rader and, and yeah. you and, and, and I learned so much from from all of the teachers over there and I kept showing up. And I kept showing up and, you know, it was hard at first. I couldn't turn off the monkey brain and, 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 I, but I just kept showing up and I, and I really got so much from you know, your teachings and teaching me how to really truly breathe and find my my roots again and, and literally grow them out again and get grounded and safe and secure. And, and you know, that that affirmational work, the I am work that you taught me, you know, I, I teach it, you know, I took my teacher training and, and then, you know, I, I've taken you know, stuff that I've learned from many teachers and, and so, a lot of stuff that I, I learned from you and I've incorporated it. And now I teach it to my actors because I think it's really important to be able to be grounded and to get out of your head and to follow your intuition. Yep. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are so welcome. Thank you for sharing all that. It was yes. yeah, you were in growth, you were in loss. And also I feel a lot of growth and you let it flow. You stayed with it. You were in very much the now, the here. And that's a big cliche. We'll talk about today how much that really means. You did it. You are it. So thank you for that, Billy. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I just want to mention my wife is cancer free. And, yeah. you know, and and I followed my intuition and I am sitting, literally, truly sitting in, in my intuition. You know, this studio, the Manhattan Active Studio was 
my intuition screaming at me going, you need to build this acting studio. And I was like, my ego was like, what? No way. You know, like there was like, there was this just uh, like a voice telling me that I had to open the studio. And at the time I was in a bad place and I didn't have financially, you know, to build a studio. And I mean, things, it, it just didn't seem like it could possibly work, but my intuition was telling me, just move forward, go after it, make that yeah. a reality. And and the crazy thing is, as soon as I set my mind and said, I'm going to do this, the universe conspired to make everything happen. You know, people, yeah. strangers were offering me money to help build the studio. You know, yeah. it was it was that amazing. Like just everything fell into place because yeah. I was following truly what the path that I needed to be on. And now looking back, you know, eight years later, the school has been here. Like, <laughs> like I'm so glad that I didn't let fear. Exactly. And limiting be- beliefs stop me from following my intuition. Yeah. Or loss. Right. Because I think a lot of people don't realize what, what happens to us. We can use, and it's really hard to pull ourselves up, but you're yes, exactly. Yeah. So can, can you, Start. For the listeners yeah. out there, what is what yeah. is what is intuition? Well, I love you say this, Billy, because you and I have known each other quite a while, and I watched you, and you, I think you can hear and hear and I. I'm talking a lot about the now for you and that kind of middle space because I believe intuition is that knowing. I think it's in the upper or front part of the brain. We call it that lighthouse or third story that we all have in our own home in our own being. And we never knew to turn it on or understand what was up there, out there. Even if we believed in a God or artistry or creativity, we were taught it was outside. That was just the, that's just the way for a long time. And I believe intuition is that knowing in the upper part of the brain that is infinite and it conspires with all. And I believe it's all light, by the way. So for the science creatives or the very meticulous creatives, this is straight science, but for spirituality and high creatives, We can just say it's energy, but it's very light, wonderful, joyous energy. And it's that front part of the brain. And if we connect to it, if we make sure the rest of us is getting out of the way, the lower brain, our fears, our past, our patterns, then that knowing that allness comes right through and we hear it. And it's very unemotional. You and I have talked about this a lot. It's a voice that says, there's almost like a force, Billy, wouldn't you agree that's that you feel you have to do it, or you know you have to do it, but it's not this loud, mean voice or anything harsh. It's actually this very wholeness, almost a form of peace when you really get to know it. And lastly, I'll just say it's different than instinct. And I teach a lot that your instinct, your gut, the middle lower brain, and your intuition have to be besties. So I think God lives in intuition, maybe even on the other side of God lives in intuition. So I really think it's past the human body, but it also involves our body. So that's what I believe intuition is. It's just that knowing that's innate and inside you since birth, but it wasn't cultivated or taught. We don't talk a lot about it much. We are now. So how, how do you get out of your way? You know, well, that's, you just nailed it, you know, for a long time. I mean, stillness is the middle line. So getting quiet and learning solitude and knowing you're never alone. I think that's a key. So the how is exactly what I teach now, Billy. So you probably don't even know we merged I am with our present, our brain company, helping kids in schools and helping families find these spirituality and science where we're getting out of binary and we kind of know it's all one. It could be different strands, but it's um, all one. So we merged it. So now we teach in. So the big how that I teach is how to clear your limbic system, which is what Buddhism and every and meditation and health and wholeness and good food, everything teaches you to relax this limbic, get nourishment, And when you relax it, you open your limbic. It's called being in an alpha or awake state. And then that connects it to the front of the brain. So it feels counterintuitive. So the biggest how is flow. Just what you did. It was action with love. So not manic action. You can take the fear, but I would often say take the word off, feel the energy of it and use that rhythmically or use that energy to then keep taking a step, even if it's this big of a step forward, forward flow, forward flow, connects you to intuition. Intuition is always there. So you don't need, to, it's nothing you have to go grab and get, as you know, it's almost relaxed. So you can hear it and your body and brain loves it. You know, this was an actor when you get in the zone, when you take a long shower or a long drive, or you meditate or pray or dance your tush off or sing, and it blows 
your brain into that state to relax, to connect to intuition. So now I teach it really technically in color terms for what you know, being a great yogi and a stunning human. It is the yellow and the green. It's the gut and the heart is the place connected to it. And, or if you're into religion or into following, it's that middle space of communion and marriage, independence and interdependence. It's that middle space. And once you know how to clear, just at least in that middle space, intuition opens for you. So there's not really a lot of reaching. There's a lot of doing and being in action and loving heart. And then it opens up. So can we talk about the energy centers? Yes, please. So, you know, I, I, when I first started, I didn't know about energy centers, chakras, you know, I was like, what, what are you talking about? You know, how, how does one, you know, and I, I love when I teach my actors, I, I play a game. I said, look, this is a red ball. Okay. Red ball, take the red ball, you know, sit on the red ball. So I, I let them orange ball, yellow ball into your belly, you know, green into your heart, blue into your throat, purple. And then I make them put on this beautiful white crown, like a king or a queen, you know, stepping into who they yes. really are they are a king a queen they yes. are a masterpiece they were created there's nothing wrong with them and i yes. and i teach them but i teach them how to really truly get it you know find those seven energy centers in your body find the alignment and you know really breathe from your roots all the way up into red into orange into yellow into green into blue into purple and then you know really it's a cleansing breath on the exhalation just so like the wave comes out just letting it all go anything that doesn't service you anything you need to let go of you know so you talked about blocks and clearing yeah. blocks. So how does one go about one finding out where do I have a block and how do I clear a block? This is a stunning question and, and um, conversation, Billy, because I really want to commend you first off that you really do teach the root, the red, and that's where everything, the red always stays open in energy centers in energy. We came from you know, two people, we came, we have a ton of DNA and genetics in us. We're very good at what we do often because our heredity is, we're also sometimes blocked because of the patterns and the hurts that were passed down and through the abuses. So I just commend you that you understand that and you start there and you end there because that really is when we're here on earth, the red is everything. It's where all our systems are. And then I teach a lot, you know, we get into the orange, that's the balance of give and receive to co, co-depend in a good way, like we are two and more just in any form of spirituality. And also though, that balance of give and take, which many never get to. And so we can get into the X. So one of the biggest aspects right now, Billy, that I'm seeing everywhere and have now for about what's well, been since the beginning of time, but really in this past year or two, is everyone's balancing out their X. So it can be systemic. Um, X can be alcoholic you know, being fear, all these different elements that are coming in that make us shy back. And you and your gorgeous wife and family teach how to be right here and be here and move forward. So I commend you on that. That's a really big aspect. As we move up the energy center, so an energy center is known as a circle or a sphere moving through our body. We don't have to believe in them. There is a classic seven in our body. And then there's often known as an eighth one you get out of the body towards the halo as you and I know the crown, the halo. And then we can just say that eighth one is all or something watching over us like all light. I teach that a lot of times because we tend to add in turquoise light or pink light, as you know. So it tends to go into white light, tends to be seven to eight of them. But as if you don't believe in this, especially if this isn't your model, you can think of seven, eight steps or sacraments if you like that, if you follow books and spirituality or every, even in Chinese, uh, every type of um, energy and culture, there is a form of seven to eight steps or movement through. So this one that we're talking about are the colors and about every seven years. And I did not study this. This kept coming in. So I know it to be so whole because I didn't study it and believe in it. It just kept showing it this way for so many years and in so many readings and being so intuitive since I was little. So about every seven years, a new color comes in. It's to a, it's maturity, a wholeness. So the first seven years are red. The hope is that the adults, the adulting around us are already in their balanced red. That is not the case in America or in most cultures because you need an organization or a system that's healthy to be in a healthy red. You need a healthy neighborhood, a healthy culture, a healthy society, a healthy state, state of being, tribe, culture, world. You know, So we're pretty imbalanced in the red. Well, that's the foundation of home. So it's okay. We're clearing that now. We really are. 
Orange tends to cultivate age seven to 14, right? In the sensual or sexual organs, as you or I know. And that really is where we start needing dopamine from one another, adrenaline, insulin moves, hormones, all the things, the bonding. It's wonderful. We're just so imbalanced there. That's where most of our culture is. It's kind of in the lower, lower brain that we're kind of in the animalistic, still primal part. So orange gets very misunderstood. That's that orange energy center. We come out of that maturity through it about age 14. And then we get in the gut instinct, the yellow, the stomach. And I really think most humans aren't even moving up into their true gut or instinct. You'll see leaders or those who have a lot, they are in their gut. They know how to act. They know how to will things to happen. So we teach now, Billy, that I am is red. I feel or I want is orange. I act, I will is yellow. We've, I finally dropped the am because mm-hmm. all that I am was to balance the red if that makes sense. So we can still use it. But if you take out the am, that third word we used forever now just to slid in green is I love known as interdependence or marriage fourth energy center. So when you start to understand this, you also come out of ego and all the earthly imbalances, which you helped me so much by having me dance before I get on the stage hmm. facing my stuff. I was so brokenly feminine at times because we are or were and said we still are in such a more masculine patriarchal world you know me well enough I was fighting that because I'm such a true female well guess what so is your gorgeous wife and she's doing great and a lot of gorgeous females are doing great being like we can be a true female now we can be a true gender whatever we feel we are we can be it now the broken red or the organizations the systemic stuff is still fighting us so I just want to mention that an energy center, we can be our wholeness, but we're going to have to work with right, what's outside our aura. So it's not peaches right away, but the stronger you get, especially through the gut and the will, the yellow energy center, and then you get free in the heart, it's all good. And you just start to learn. And I watched you do this again, because I think you've done this throughout your life, to be all love again. It's all going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when intuition opens and brings you so much more of that. And then the blue, like we talk about the I choose and being truthful, you know, I'm very truthful. I I have a lot of um, Aquarian in me as well. And I'm a strong believer that we're but a grain of sand and that there is something much bigger. So that helps me stay very honest. But then that opens up that purple and intuition because that's the through line. And you can think of blue of just breathing deeper of anything that's blue, water and light and sky. And that gets you there too. So those are the main six energy centers of purple intuition, that gorgeous space up here, which I think we're all starting to learn really is up there in front of the, where the eyes cross over. There's a space, Billy. We've now talked to a ton of doctors. There's a space where I think our third eye literally is or upper sight, we call it. And then you get into that outside your head or your body and you just know something's with you watching over you. And if you've had a tough time with family, a parent, friends, early childhood experiences, I would say here, go bigger. Go to your ancestry, grandparents, great-grandparents, someone else's great-grandparents, someone else's angels, whatever you believe that light energy is. And it'll start to help full circle back around from purple. It'll help you in the red again. And then that flushing starts to open your intuition as well. So those are the main energy centers that I think we have and we're, we're finally proving are very real. And you balance those, you center those out. You know, many believe they're up and down our spine. So you want to make sure your right and left hemisphere of your brain, your masculine, feminine, your analytical and your creative, your known and unknown, your infinite and finite are in balance. The words are just the visuals. And once you start to learn balance, it opens up. But you can just ask for the learning and ask for the peace and ask for that knowledge or ask for that sense or understanding and, and things start to line up in front of us that show us we don't have to find this mastery anymore, make it so heady or intellectual. It can be very uh, somatic now. It can be very, a little more breezy and relaxed, a little more restful. So I'm grateful we're in these times now that way. It's a lot of listening, Billy. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. No, you know, I love, I love that you got rid of the M. I, I love, I, you know, where does somebody find that? I want, I want, I want the copy of that. You're going to love this, Billy. So we just merged it. You know, there's been a lot of change for I, as you know, this past year or two. And so we've been teaching it and it will be back online and you will love it. I mean that you will love what we've done within. We finally merged, you know, the science and spirituality and it will be on right now. 
we have a team of gorgeous females up here. They're all females. They're all very motherly, sisterly energy. And they put it on some of their websites. So you can find it soon. You'll find it on, you know, my um, Insta, Jill underscore Willard. But you can find it on their site as JT Love and Life Co., which we can put in underneath. But soon in, we'll literally have the site in. And um, also in the new book. Yeah. So. So, so are there certain exercises someone can do to clear an energy center or get grounded? Yes. And this is exactly what I was hoping, you know, you and I, this is also wonderful because even this morning, 11s and 11 11s were everywhere. I thought about Julie Rader and yoga early this morning. I haven't thought about her in a while. I mean, all this pre presence pre-sensing was happening for you and I. I was hoping we'd get to this exact moment because this is the one thing I did truly prep for because it kept showing make sure this happens and I knew I didn't even need to text or email you before the key way I believe right now are we call it the law of threes right now Billy it's really to get in the gut and clear out like we talked about which you need the red orange yellow but we're going to explain a little differently here and you're going to love it you are doing the number one which is utmost important in the red I am and I, if you can, you can add I am or I need as your meditation or thought. It's brilliant because you'll always notice you need water, you need rest, you need a coffee, you need loving, you need touch, you need a million dollars, you need five dollars, you need. So just I need in a third word. And then it also teaches us the I am of we can't we will not start to say you, you, you with three fingers back. It's just taking full care, responsibility and letting universal energy and family and friends and God or light know what you need hmm. and when you say it, it starts to work. And it's usually one of the five basic things of water, rest, food, touch, you know, bonding relationship, or some type of just basic shelter. That's number one. Number two of the three is going into the heart and understanding what we talked about early is flow and flow is rhythmic, Billy. It is nonverbal. So you can sing and dance, but then maybe hum go on a walk, hit drums. It's anything rhythmic and somatic. You can drive in a car. I would just drive and listen to your breath or listen to beats. Um, you can pray, you can meditate, you can listen to music. You can, um, what music keeps coming in for you because you and I are so connected through music and that form of action you can lay down and rest and do any form of rhythmic, not just breathing, but counting if you need anything that kind of lulls you in. And then if you're counting or using words, then all of a sudden just do the rhythm of what you're doing and try to breathe and you get to more of that white slate. It's anything rhythmic, throw rocks, hit a pillow, take a bat and swing at the air, just nothing at another person and nothing at yourself. That's the middle space. That's the heart. That is everything that's in every spiritual text. I think it's where most humans, even in spirituality, never get to. Because it's kind of three and more, four and more. You're starting to learn I can self-regulate. And that's straight science of clearing out what's called your amygdala in your brain. Then, Billy, what starts to happen is you notice, wait, I am upset at someone. I Someone owes me apology. I owe someone an apology. Wait, it's time to let go of that story. I need to go to a therapist or I'm going to get to that yoga class. That flow lets you kind of witness what's going on in the lower brain. You know, I always choose this type of person to date. I lose this role every time. What am I thinking about? Where my blockages, what are my patterns? And we often say in the second step, go to a great place that can clear your patterns, which the only place I've seen in the US that can do it is a great place called the Hoffman process. You would love it. Have you ever heard of the Hoffman process? No, I have not. And it's phenomenal, Billy. I saw it in a, a woman's reading about Gosh, I say nine years ago, probably 14 years ago, it was right here in her next to her Hoffman, really big. And I asked her, I said, what is Hoffman? She said, I'm applying for Hoffman right now. I finally went about a year and a half ago. I didn't want to recommend it until I did it. And it was phenomenal. So it's a week long. You find out, you learn, it's all clear in your red. What you learn in early life from mom or dad, you clear it, you learn to forgive it. You also realize every pattern you have, you learned from one of them. So it helps you understand you're not your patterns and you're not your past. So that'd be the second thing. So we've got red, we've got green. And then third is going into the purple. Get to know up here. Get to know what this looks like, what this looks like. Just allowing the opening. So really finding humans, you are a key one that will let you explore and go this way. What's out on the horizon looking out and up? 
And there's a lot of misnomers about intuition and spirituality because it was taught in the broken red or the broken orange. You know, it was taught in codependency or dependency. And so I just say, please, when you're getting into purple, look in people's eyes, listen to their voice and make sure here up is cool. You know, that that their eyes are at least big or bright or looking you in the eye that you're lean, their people are leaning into you, that they're really listening for you and not for the self. And everything will open up from there. All the synchronistic stuff will happen that people think just happened to you and I or the lucky ones. It's it's all of our birthright, which you started with. So I'd say that law of threes, don't you? And then lastly, 24 hours in a day, eight hours of eight hours of being, eight hours of doing, eight hours of rest. Really important in the laws of threes right now, if you can. So you know, as an actor or creative or anything, I think a lot of who listen, you've got to be free to just be out there just exploring and letting your head go and not being overthinking or low analytics out of the critic. So that being, be with those you like or love, being brave, venturing out is that, is that being in the day. And there's 24 hours for everyone. So got to do it. And I work with a lot of tech right now, Billy, being up here in Northern California in the Bay and that we need a lot more being there's a lot of race to nowhere going on as you know and the more people do the more they do and the more they have the more they want and so that's all red and orange once again love it you got to give me the name for that i want to put it in the show notes please for hoffman process yeah hoffman process you got it and so you we'll know what more ways for getting you to in soon too go ahead so, so, uh, you know, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, wow, I do that already. You know, the first thing I yes. do with my actors when they come into the studio, the first thing I do is I have them check into their instrument and I ask them to ask, I am, I want, I need, I feel. Yeah. That's the first thing I ask them. I am, I want, I need, I feel. And, and I have them really kind of check in to what's going on with them. And then, you know, I teach them to do that for their character. Okay, their character. Who's your character? What do they want? What do they need? What are they feeling? What's going on with your character? And then I go, okay, well, who does your character become because you're playing this character? What, what part of you, your soul, can you take and hand over and expose through the character? And as you know, I, I, I play music and I make them dance and I make them not say words, but hum, make a sound. Yep. And, I, and I'm always you telling do. them, I'm always telling them to, you know, really become present and, and get out there and become in, in touch with their senses and really open up their eyes and really see everything and stop and smell the roses and smell. What does this taste like? What does this feel like? You know, really get present. You know, people go around, you know, especially now with technology, everybody's like this, looking down exactly. at their phone, you know, nobody's really opening up their eyes and being present and listening and, and you know, this beautiful world that we have, you know, the beautiful sun, the bird, the thing, you know, uh, to become present and really just open yep. up your eyes and open up your senses. And I think that's a, a powerful, powerful tool. So I love that. I love, I need. Yeah, you yeah. did it. Well, and I, and I want you to know too, your presence is what we call the green and the through line. So you just, yeah, you're just. It's funny. There's, there's a lot of energy here in the room today. <laughs> Moving the phone. Um, not surprising. Um, yes. The presence or being present. We call the step two, the middle space, the green. I really want to mark this for you because I think being up here now, three years, we haven't been together and I've been, I've come to LA a little to teach, but with COVID, it wasn't a ton. Mm. And I want you to know you're spot on in what you're doing and you're teaching one and two. And I think three, um, the purple, because once we're present, just like what you said, it we we're in connection. We're witnessing and we're in connection. And then the third part, we hand over, or the miraculous comes in, and it's bigger than any human. It's it's just bigger than anything that we can do or be control. All the control, all the memories, all the stuff is lower brain, lower half. So you and I are both teaching that through line, the witnessing, and then and the the presence, and then from there that's when this all comes in. And that is very unique to America and our culture. This has gone on as old as time for those that understand, but most of those cultures have been wiped out because there's this gentleness and the synchronicity that starts to happen. And in our young culture, it got taught, no, 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 no. Go back to the blood, the sweat, and the tears. Go back to, you are bad. You are doing this. You're doing that. You need to go to the father. You need to go to someone else, another, and it taught codependency and you taught presence of the instrument and playing with the instrument that with or witnessing that's the through line. And I commend you. That's why you do what you do. And I would just say here, if it resonates and this can please, you can throw this out, but you can also ask each person to say what they love before they go 
go mm. ask what they love Love that. So because don't you because even if they're going into a horrific character they gotta have something they're doing it for sure. you know something they love and then they can breathe and they'll get right in character and you'll see those that are the best actors they are lovers yeah they are they are great people usually they really are so 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 love i mean let's talk yeah. about love i mean love truly talk love about. i think is is you know it's everything i, I you know it's kind of corny, cliche, but, you know, I truly believe love is all you need. I mean, you are love. You are light. You are peace. You are joy. You know, this this shell, you know, this is my belief that this shell called Billy is not who I am. It's just a bag of bones. You know, that's not who I am. I am love. I am light. I am peace. I am joy. And what I found that when I can get in meditation and I can sit in stillness and I can get out of my head and get into my heart and truly, you know, I, I believe that everything we all the answers are right there within us. If we just sit yes. in stillness, you know, and, and I love that you say I need. Yeah, OK, what do I need? What do, what do I love? You know, if you seriously, if you ask those questions and then sit in stillness, I truly believe that the God, the light within you, the universe will, will give you all the answers you need because it's already within you. You have nothing to acquire. It's you, all you have to do is light it on fire. And I believe the only way you light that on fire is through breath work, through breathing, to stoking that flame within you and really getting into your heart and expanding love. You know, I believe love is the highest vibration there is. If you come from love, you know, it dissolves, it dissipates everything, any wrong condition in, in your mind, your body and your affairs. I mean, it's truly yeah. the place to come from. And yeah. I teach my actors all the time. I said, you know, instead of coming into an audition in fear, like most of the actors trying to survive the audition, hope I don't mess up. I hope they like me. How about if you came in just shining your light? I love acting. I'm getting to perform. I'm this is a God given talent and I'm. I'm going to play and I'm going to have fun in the room and just shine my light. It's a completely different vibration. People will want to work with you because you're, you're in that vibration. You've nailed it. And I want to commend you because I think you've done the work and if you like, but how do I do that? I think you're on the other side. Sometimes we call it an hourglass, you know, where think about it, the beginning of this conversation, when you talked about 2013, you're kind of in that interchange or that push through mm. that tunnel to come back out into the light. Yeah. So what you kept saying, which is so key for anyone listening, is you just kept reaching forward. You went to another, you learned, you trusted, you opened. And so a lot of people, so so many people are right behind that through line or that exchange they're about to go or they're in the tunnel. So remembering to help with people need more people or to get through, we've got to keep taking those small steps we were talking about earlier. So then they can go into that audition and be like, I love it. That I love Billy is not easy, as you know, to get into in the whole heart. So just remembering those action steps are of I act and I will, more gut things, eating better food in your gut, trusting your gut to not go on that date or go to that audition. But what do I need to wear? What do I need to prep for the night before? Very action, real steps help you get to that point where you can say, I love, let's go enjoy this. And then fears are way back there. They're underneath the interchange. They're really behind us. They're on the other side of the bridge, but we can't fake that. And so I just want to bring it full circle that you found, you went straight to yoga, to meditation, to love and prayer. And that's what helped clear things out for you. So if the listeners can find one to three things at least to go and do, even if they're like, You've heard me say it before, I shake my head and no, and I say, yes, I will. You know, so you just got to do it. You, that's how you're going to help break those patterns. And then a process like Kaufman or whatnot, you only have to go once and it clears you out. So you really approach every situation anew. So I just don't want people to shy back because they see how much you love. And you and I are sitting here teaching it and um, as mentors and they're not, they don't know how to get to those steps yet to be in that clear I love and that that middle space or second step yeah, so I was <laughs> go ahead I was truly that person you know I yeah. I didn't meditation you know I was like yeah whatever it, but but now I truly get it I mean I meditate every day you know yeah. I go I go find my quiet little spot and you know just sit in stillness and truly you know just get out of my head and i i know how magical it is i mean i've had the most amazing meditations like mind blowing you know out of body meditations where it's like ah oh, 
you know, it's, it's hard to explain. Just this energy, just overwhelming bliss, joy, peace, love. It's it's a powerful, powerful, powerful tool. And, and the I, only way you get there is is by practicing it, like spending time. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Oh, have to go ahead, please. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's just truly just practicing, practice, practice. Just sit in stillness and you know, incorporate all the sounds around you. It doesn't matter. I mean, before you say, Oh, there's a car outside. Okay, cool. There's a car outside. Take you know, <laughs> become aware of the car. Okay, you know, and then bring all of that in. And then after a while, it becomes a symphony of sounds and they disappear. And then, you know, you're really just getting aware of, of, of the temperature in the room. And you know, I like to do I before, you know, if my mind's wandering, I like to do a body scan, you know, bring that beautiful healing white energy to my thumb and let it travel a little yoga, yoga nidra, just kind of just going through my body and, and bringing my attention to my body and seeing it, visualizing it with this beautiful white healing light, love light, just going through every cell in my body. And, and, and that practice, you know, once I go through that body scan, then I just sit in stillness and, and it really kind of focuses me in to to be in stillness and get out of my head oh exactly and don't you remember once we start to get into that what comes up then the old memory comes up or something comes that the body is ready to release and heal so this is how every human is made so once we get into the stillness things are going to come up to be let go and to let go and while we're doing it that might be another loss might happen or a gain or a huge new role and keep doing it because you're also going to stay humble and kind, as you know, Billy. I mean, you did it. And so now you have all these tools and you let your body, brain, mind and soul do do the work. You just showed up. And I'll just say here, too, because it keeps coming up. I want to make sure I say go to a gentle teacher, teacher, supporter, healer, you know, what meaning supporting you. Go to someone who really is safe and secure, mm. really, really safe and gentle. Key key because then your body we're all mammals our body knows if we are not completely safe even if we try to fake it a part of you knows and so when you're closing your eyes you're doing something where you're handing that energy to another to take care of you make sure they're very mature and safe and gentle so i'll just so, say that here let's that go on the hunt yeah so so true you know find those those amazing teachers you know like like you an amazing teacher you know, it's a, you created a safe space for, you know, for someone to get out of their head and be vulnerable and be, you know, open and open them this open themselves up. So it's a it's a beautiful gift. Oh, well, I'm so, thank so grateful. Oh, thank you for saying that, Billy. I think many, many females have this innately. Males do, too. But I think our brains are are made for this. So if you can, if you feel comfortable enough without an addiction to choose someone who's very feminine, that's helpful. You know, the male brain and female brains are very different, Billy, as you know. I mean, I commend, I don't know why this is happening where this slips a little, but I commend you that you're letting it happen because you're just letting the organicness of this occur. That means a lot to me. And we're both so visual. And I also bring this in here because the female brain tends and friends. The male brain really is more of the fight or flight, you know, more of a fighter. We're not fighters that way as females, but we can learn to be but especially through you guys. And then we help the feminine brain, the voice, our hormones of our being, we help nurture and kind of bring out that healing and the okay to heal and face. And it's not, it's not just a mama energy. Cause I don't want to bring that up. If many mothers weren't nurturing because over generations, they couldn't be, you know, we've lived in a very more harsh physical, mental society for a long time. And so this gentleness i think your beautiful wife myself julie we've just really held on and fought for it in a way to hold on to our feminine energy but this is a very um healing nurturing gentle thing so gentleness can't be um reinstated more but that's a lot of females true nature if you look at who's hurting in schools and abusing children it's it's less than it's 0. 0.00 something percent female it's not a female with the gun it's not you know so there's just things to be to understand about the feminine nature that you really really do and have let in and have healed and allowed that healing and then we can't do enough without you you've been such a true pillar with what you've created for people to come in and that very mentoring masculine and feminine balanced energy so it's just gold what you're offering but also 
how you're helping people find their safety and security. That's all red. And we have to do that first and foremost. We are first and foremost, we are in a physical body. I think a lot of people forget that we go so mental or we go out of the heart. Anyway, I just want to say that. You know, it's interesting that you said that. It's, I have, um, I don't, I won't mention any names, but I have a, a professional, an ex-professional baseball player who was in, played for the Yankees. And, and he's, he's on his path to becoming an actor. And I, you know, one of my classes is all about breathing and meditation. And I had him sit in stillness for a, an hour. And um, we did some I am in, inner child work and really uh, healing the inner child and giving the inner child permission to shine and that it's time. And, you know, I, and, you know, it, it brought him to tears. And, you know, after the meditation, after the meditation, he said, I said, you know, how do you feel? He says, he says, first, he says, I wouldn't, I, I, I feel so safe with you that I could let myself go and really go there. He says, I, I, I don't think I could have done that anywhere else, you know? So it really, for me, it was like creating a safe space. I mean, if you've been to my studio, it's, it's a safe place for artists to grow, to grow humans, to grow. And, and, and that, that part of it is it's, 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 I, it's, I believe that success is a spiritual game. You know, it truly it has to, it's, it's, it has to come from spirit. It's, it's following your intuition. It's knowing that yeah. this is a God given talent that I'm going to trust that and follow that intuition. And that, you know, everything will work itself out if you're coming from your intuition and your love and your light. You nailed it. I think for success to be whole, because we know a lot of people that are quote successful, but they're deeply unhappy. Sure. So they've got three out of four to the four. So you've just nailed it. And whole is the heart we teach. So just brilliant, Billy. If we let it be spiritual, everyone wins, including ourselves, including those we love, offspring, you know, people around us, neighborhood, all of society, all of the world. It's a, it's so good. I wrote a lot in the Weller bit about zero sum, which you understand very well, meaning we're in kind of a zero sum society. And this happens a lot in acting and in Hollywood and I get it or just in roles because there's you know just a couple roles that we feel we compete and even if we don't mean to oh you know they're going to get the role because they look like that or they're younger or we're typecasted or there's just not enough so I love your teaching people that they are enough and that there's enough and it will work out and to keep going and when you were speaking earlier the athlete I was going to say it will bring them to tears especially the athletes or, or those who have been successful because they get to go in, mend that part, and then get to go forward in that wholeness. And and just, it's a win-win-win across the board. So just, I commend you. Um, it's just a beautiful thing. And there's a lot of forgiveness that happens mm. in that process that will go to the craft. It will also go in your everyday, in all your relationships, including to yourself. So, you know, I, I love, love it. Yeah. Uh, your book, Intuitive Being. If I highly recommend everybody to pick up the book, but you know, Thank in your you. book, you talk about, you know, when you first recognize your gift, right. And, but you didn't share it right away. Right. I did. Well, I shared it and then I was told I was wrong or, or I inferred being bad or just or whatnot. So I think the universe is having fun with us today with, with my phone, but yes, I, I didn't share it at first because I, I, I knew, and you know this well, I've just been revisiting this again, that when I would shine, I'd feel I'd lose love, even from immediate family. So there, there are some big hurdles in me that I still, that still show up here and there. Hoffman helped a ton, but that letting go and, you know, letting energy, it can be letting go, letting God, it can also just be letting go and let it be, um, still shows up a little bit, even in teaching intuition and and all of that and being intuitive, because when we become more and more intuitive, we see the truth. We see the love and the truth, which we teach are two different things. They're hand in hand, truth, blue, heart, green. And when you see the truth, our culture doesn't like the truth. So then evaluating what to share, what not to share, what to do with it. I have to go back and clear out my old patterning to make sure I don't get too upset. I don't fall down, you know, because being highly intuitive, many can pass away early. You and I have talked about this, become very unhealthy, very obese or or become too codependent on drug or letting go and leaving. So 
I'm being brave, being this intuitive. And that book opens it up in such a balanced way that I always wished that I didn't find till I was about 24, 25. So intuitive being helps us be so intuitive. And I wrote it specifically so you don't get too intuitive or psychic or all the clears, you know, clear audience, clairvoyant, clear, all that without being in your red will tip over because it'll be too high in the tree, conform neuroses. So I've kept a very healthy brain and body, not by focusing on a healthy body and brain all the time, but by following my intuition, which leads me to a healthy brain and a healthy body, if that makes sense. But yes, I didn't always use it. And I was told I was wrong or bad or lying since early on. And I think that's still pretty prevalent in our culture. But finally, intuition is becoming really popular. We helped it become so, Billy. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first came out, there was it was all dark. No one talked, very few talked about being good. Some did, Julie did. You know, a few yogis talked about it being good, but most are pretty scared or didn't believe in it or didn't like it, which is okay now. But we're seeing a huge new generation of people being intuitive and knowing it's real. Sorry, I just went into that. What do you, there's <laughs> yeah, no apology. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, so you've been, you've done Ted talks, you've been, you know, on video, you've been on TV, you know, ha, have you dealt with uh, nerves, fear, and, and how do you overcome that? Okay. So love you. Not anymore because of you. Uh-huh. Now there was this moment, Billy, it was probably about four months after we did all that work in your gorgeous studio. And I just kept getting up on the stage and getting up. And I swear it's this true story. I was at a, a Bon Jovi concert with our, a friend of ours from our community, Colleen, Mrs. McCarthy. And we were behind John Bon Jovi because our seats were behind him. It was kind of a 360. It was in um, probably Staples, I believe. It was in Los Angeles. And I just mentioned it because I had this moment where I'm like, I could, I, I could get up there now. I'm not scared of anyone. I'm not scared. I've given no one the power anymore. I'm not, I don't think I'm better than anyone, but I just feel equal. I'm in the yellow and the green. And ever since that night, I kid you not, this was right after working with you. We, and I, I stopped in a couple of times. I think I brought you coffee. We sat and talked, might be not about this, but just about the love and the joy. It was kind of right before we moved up here. I was like, I'm ready. And now no one scares me, Billy. I, you know, just, uh, I've been with a lot of tech people up here and they, a lot of them are running for offices and are in the news every day and all over Twitter, not over Twitter and all the things. And I, they know that I, they don't always like it, but I see them as true human or I see them in their true age, which sometimes their true age is not your biological age or vice versa. I'm not scared of anyone. I'm scared of someone with a gun, but I'm not scared of any person or any stage or any conversation or any occurrence. And it's been really fun. And then you end up at the political ring. You end up, you know, next to these people that you've idolized all your life, not because I was pining for it because I let go. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, they're my favorite singer in front of me at coffee or, oh, I just got invited to something out of the blue that I would have, you know, wished for all my life that just came in, as you know. So I'm not scared of anything anymore, but that's because I'm out of that low part. I'm out of being stuck in the red and orange. And I didn't realize I was kind of stuck in the orange. I knew that I wasn't in the masculine part of my yellow, my kind of going in and being fearless of about action and power you know me well enough. I was still in some of the things about worth, especially as a female. And those things are gone, but culture hasn't quit them yet. So now I'm at that phase where now I'm free and whole, but now there's a rub right here. So my work is not over because I have to keep calming, settling, going back to the mat, going to prayer meditation to handle that. Our culture is not, is pretty fearing, especially in COVID and post COVID. So anyway, I'm so proud of you. What's that? I said, I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Billy. That means a lot. Thank you. Thank you for believing in me and offering it to me. You held the space. You just held the space right there, like get into your star. And I don't mean star in an egoic way. I mean it in a whole way of let the light shine because we're made so much of that stardust. Mm -hmm. And it's so wonderful. And then raising children from that, Billy, Mm -hmm. is heaven. You know, we have a 15-year-old son, a 13-year-old daughter and an eight-year-old boy. I mean, those are their genders or who they are as of now. And they're wonderful and whole. And, you know, I just went through separation by my choice and a couple of different things and they're still whole and good. It wasn't easy. There were moments and phases, but they never usually lasted over a couple of days because I would trust my intuition to be present and not flee from the situation, not run away, not go codependent, not replace my old patterns with 
new patterns, but to really heal. And the proof is in the pudding with how well they're doing and how free and whole I still feel. I'm still here. So thank you. You're huge in that. Send my love, please. I will. So if you could go back, right, Mm -hmm. and give the little you some life advice, what would that be? It would be, um, it's going to be okay. (laughs) It's going to hurt like hell at moments. Um, And also you're doing the best you can. I mean, I feel, Billy, probably in all generations, but especially yours and mine, we were raising ourselves in a lot of ways, you know, and um, I knew I... I wouldn't give in, I wouldn't really change anything because I knew I was handling it the best I could for the maturity and age I was at. Um, but just, it'd be okay. It'll work out all right. Would probably be the only insider advice. I, I really realize, and this might be new or different thought than many, but we can't go back. We can't be in the now reflecting back to all we know now and put it on us when we were that little, if that makes sense. I mean, that's sure. what I found because it was such a different situation. It was a different time, right? So a lot of people think now even about intuition, yay, we can all be so intuitive. And, and um, we talked about, that's why we, we did I am is different than it is now, because then that's what needed to heal and what we needed to offer. Now we can offer the next piece because we're in a new phase and a new time. Yeah. But thank you for that. And to dance more and sing as you know, I still have not karaoke. So that's my one agreement mm-hmm. with you. I need to do. I have not karaoke publicly, so I need to make that opportunity or go do it. You got to do it. Fearless. We got to get together. You know? <laughs> together and do it together. I do it together. Like, made me sing, but I didn't do it publicly. <laughs> love it. Love it. Jill, I can't thank you. I can't thank you enough. Truly, I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart, you know, for coming on the podcast and, and sharing your light and, and your presence and who you are. And, and I, I highly recommend that everybody read your book, Intuitive Being, and, you know, look into your, uh, what is it, the present program? It's... I wait, Well, in is the new one. Yes, the present in. program is for the kids, as you know, and that's still going. Um, it's a little tougher in our economy right now. Everyone's kind of, you know, pulling in, but it will, yeah, but in is coming. And then the new book, Billy, the well is going to be phenomenal and a much easier read than intuitive being. I do say do intuitive being, and I am voicing it. That's starting in a week or two, actually by a composer who's a neighbor talk about synchronicity, but we won the rights to, to do an, an audio of the book. So I'll send you that when we finish that up. Um, But the well is going to be good too. It's on the nervous system and the through line, that second pace the second second space so look for the well but probably within a year can't Thanks, wait billy bravo love you and love this time love okay. you it's so it's you? so it's so good to see you and i i look forward to getting together soon same say hi to your gorgeous wife son family everyone okay i and will. love to all your and teachers and everyone in between okay sending send well. you, send you much love thank you Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please rate, review, share this with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't. Please take whatever you get from here, the golden nuggets, and apply them to your career. Go after your dreams with passion. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. I believe in you. Follow your dreams. I'll see you in Hollywood.